0: I think we really got something here. It's like, no, that's not a thing. You gotta tell them that you ate your exes.
1: We are some creative guys.
0: Are we about to kiss? No.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven and with me as always is Brandon bringing you a new episode. And in this one, we got a few different topics to talk about uh one we're gonna talk about is the we're gonna answer some questions or one question from the audience uh we're gonna go over some relationship stuff again i think we got kind of inspired off that last episode to go over some relationship stuff and then we will also do the gray area again and talk a little bit about COVID being in the white house and just kind of the impact and some of the things that go through our head on that topic so anything that you want to talk about before we get to the question
0: I, I guess I want to ask you really quick. How are you? Uh, how's your mood? How are you handling things lately? Because I feel like I'm out of my equilibrium lately, and I don't know if that's just me or, or if you're in a similar boat. Has it been since October? Since it got a little spooky? That, I think it's the ghosts, man. The ghosts are haunting me, and I don't know how to handle it. I think it might be a bit of a spooky situation. Uh,
1: well, so the one thing I will say about it is like. I know that the weather is already like colder. Like I like I love this weather right now. I mean, I just made a video. This talking is like about- my
0: favorite yeah, weather yeah. right now.
1: I just made a video talking about October is my favorite month. It's like October and then July because I love the summer. Then probably August, but I absolutely love this month. Um, that said, I- I've uh, I've been through this before. I know what comes after we get past October, like the holiday season. It's great and all, uh, but by the time we get to like January, February, I'm gonna start losing my mind. And this year, it's especially gonna be difficult given what's going on in the world. And uh, I I haven't felt it too bad yet because I've been like staying busy doing some things, but it, it's really hitting me now that like what I thought, there was a like my optimistic hope that by the end of 2020, maybe we were gonna get to a little bit more no- normalcy. It's not happening. So yeah. that's hitting me really hard right now.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, I feel like I haven't, my mind has just been kind of bleh lately, and, and I w- wasn't sure if you were feeling a similar thing. So, hopefully, this podcast episode is a start of uh, of getting me out of that fog of war, um, as, as they say. Um, <laughs> I've never heard that expression. Is that an expression, It's no, uh, before our time. Right? It's- it's. Uh, I watched an episode of New Girl late uh, recently. It's actually it's unbelievable
1: the amount of times that New Girl gets brought up in things that I do. I swear, if I do live streams with someone, if I do the podcast, it's always getting brought up, and I don't. I don't get it. How you? are uh, a big I, New
0: Girl I, fan. Just, just. I'm not it? a big one, but that's I, what you keep saying. I was watching Parks and Rec, and they took it off of Netflix, so I was like, okay, well. They say that people that uh, deal with a lot of anxiety will watch the same shows over and over again. <laughs> and so <Yeah. laughs> I, I finished watching The Office. I started Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec got taken off Netflix. So I started watching New Girl again. Is that anxiety
1: thing a real thing? Because
0: I, it's, I don't think it's research-based. So I, I think it's just... It sounded like a catchy quote. Yeah, because
1: I mean, I only watch like three shows, so I must have like really intense anxiety. Well, I think you do. <laughs> I, I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to uh, deny that on your part. It's just that's very weird. I wonder because it it adds a sense of comfort. Like you're not you're not having to start something new and yeah having to decide if it's good or not. So it's just like okay, I know this is good. I know I can just watch this for some comfort and and go forward that's
1: literally how i feel about like in, in some ways i feel like when i watch the fresh prince of bel-air i'm a part of the family i'm just like i'm like the other the, the other sibling that's just like not on camera there is something definitely comforting about watching the same shows over and over again
0: yeah definitely um, but yeah, now we, I just wanted to bring that up. So if you want to move on to the audience question, we we can.
1: Uh, well, one other thing I just wanted to say is you'll notice that the color here in the background is a little bit more oh. orange, a little less purple. It is officially fine now to celebrate Halloween and the great season that it is.
0: Look at how spooky my hand is right now. I know we really
1: need some more like spooky things. So for those of you who are just listening, you can't see this right now. But normally on the podcast, we've had like a purple light in the middle here. But in this episode, it's actually like, I, I guess on camera, I might look a little more like pinkish orange, but it's, it's like, it's like orange pretty much.
0: Also, those of you that just listen, what the heck are you doing? Go subscribe to our YouTube channel and at least watch a couple of the clips. If you support want. us at all, you will support our YouTube channel and all it, of our endeavors.
1: Especially if you have not checked on our YouTube channel, Everything Must Go podcast in a while. We've had a lot of big changes there. Like, there's a whole new studio setup. You might have been able to tell that from just the audio sounding better. But whole different setup now um, than there was before, and the thumbnails look better. The video quality is better. It'll continue to just keep getting better. But we're in season two. We've definitely upped our game in what we're doing here. Absolutely. Okay. Now we can hop into the question. The question is basically, when is it going to be okay to travel again?
0: Well I, I haven't uh, you you flew home, didn't you what, what was it like in the airport? I, I haven't been in that environment what, what's it like?
1: Yeah so going to the airport now it's a lot less overwhelming. like oh, you think right. it'd be more overwhelming because of everything that's going on in the world, but it's less overwhelming because there's clearly less people like there's a lot less people um, security they do a good job like I, feel, I actually feel very safe going like flying right now. I was a little worried about it because of just how close proximity i thought i might be but one of the flights i was on there was nobody else It there was no one in my row there may have not even been anyone in the row across from me there was like nobody on the flight and hmm. uh, now if you're going to a more popular destination i uh, you you might run into something a little bit different but i felt pretty safe for the uh, most part uh, on actually doing that so i think just personally i think it's fine to travel in terms of the safety of the actual traveling itself. Most of the time, I think it's more like, is it worth traveling? I think is more of the question because like, if you go somewhere, it's going to be different. So you got to like, make sure that you're like doing uh certain, like you got like certain things like mapped out by the time
0: you get there. Cause like, otherwise I just don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if you have any, uh, guesses to to what this what everything's going to look like in the in the future i mean you you mentioned how leading into 2021 you're especially nervous because this obviously isn't handled or like taken care of yet so what what are your thoughts on when we're going to be able to travel normally without having to like worry so much it's such
1: it it it's weird because I We keep hearing, like, vaccine is coming soon. But I feel like we've been hearing that for a long time. So I don't really know how much I buy it. Like, I feel like at this point, if it's going to happen, it's not because of anything we've seen. Like, we've, we've heard so many conflicting news things that, like, I wouldn't hold my breath on any particular news story. Like, it might be happening, but there's too much out there for me to actually be able to sift through and figure out, like, what's true and what's not true. So if we get a, a vaccine, I think I would feel pretty comfortable saying that it will go back to normal probably faster than we'd think. Back to normal obviously it's all relative what normal is. If it doesn't go away I kind of feel like people are just going to give up in terms of like listening to any of the protocols and just be like you know what we're going to just live our lives and see what happens and that is very terrifying that that is a possible outcome in this situation but it's possible so I'm optimistic that sometime in 2021 uh things will be figured out like what what direction and like how we're going to be moving forward but i don't think it's even going to be early 2021 to be honest really okay what do you think
0: yeah um i guess i don't really have any different there's not really enough information that i know (laughs) to give me any different take on this um, I feel I, just like you do, like we hear about a vaccine, um, but I think they've even said the vaccine wouldn't come till 2021. Um, and then it's not only about the vaccine coming, but then it also being distributed and um, being given to the public. So uh, I guess, yeah, I mean, with, with all of that still to come, late 2021 maybe even early 2022 for things to go to back to absolute normal um i mean i i I definitely think i could see us improving uh in in 2021 where it's just not as um frustrating or dire as it is right now but uh in terms of this specific question of when will we be able to like travel normally um i just don't see it happening anytime soon which is really sad to say but i mean i even thought about that when i went back home to minnesota i i uh, it was for my sister's graduation i didn't go to her graduation um but we had she had uh just some close family there to celebrate her graduating and stuff and before i was going to take my car but then some stuff was going on with my car, and I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll fly. And then my dad was like, well, be careful about that because, you know, your grandma's going to be here. So I ended up renting a car. So it's just – it's such, it's, um, it's pretty crazy to have to kind of weigh your options in this situation and be like, okay, what's going to be the best thing going forward? But I just don't uh, – I don't see – have you seen the numbers lately? Are they going up still, or is it uh. –
1: gone down uh in some places it's going up again like they're like we've definitely not hit the point where we have like a bunch of the country just like you like everyone's going down like there's some places are still going up i don't know the exact spread of it anymore but yeah i mean we we went over i don't know if you remember this but back in uh, march or april when they were first starting to give out the numbers of like how many deaths that we might see from something like this the initial number was like some somebody threw out the number two hundred and forty thousand, and they're like, "Whoa, like that's a huge number." And then they actually dialed it back to like eighty thousand, and then at one point it dialed it down to sixty thousand. Well, we're over two hundred thousand already. Yeah. Just to put that in perspective, like this is a scenario in which, if if you like look no further in terms of like how how we should treat this serious than that, because we like, people were freaked out at two hundred and forty thousand and they like try to dial it back and keep in mind I think that the general consensus is that like we don't want to overly scare people so we probably tried to give our best guess at the time like that's why the numbers were between 60 and 240 the scary part is is that I don't think that we anticipated that the numbers would not drop off by like sometime in the summer I think we thought like a lot of people thought that when flu season happens you have a big uptick during, uh, like, the fall into winter, and then it, it does drop off usually when the weather gets nicer. And I think a lot of people anticipate that that's what happened here. That's not what happened, even with the mitigation. So that's the really bizarre and terrifying part of, like, what we've been seeing.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's been different for other countries, hasn't it? Like, I think I I saw a tweet. Now, obviously, Twitter's not... <laughs> Mm-hmm. always going to be the best news source. But I saw a tweet that said news that um, the the White House has more COVID cases than New Zealand.
1: I can't confirm that. If that's true, that's literally terrifying. Yeah. And that that's the interesting part. It, it does seem like in the U.S. we just don't really – it like it seems like we, we did a great job of mitigating in the sense of we actually – put protocols into place the big issue is the united states like we're not very uh i don't know what the word is like we're not very willing to budge on what we don't want to do Like, Mm -hmm. we just want to we're very firm in in our ways so i think that was the big big problem here
0: yeah i well i mean just think of like the mask thing like instead of making it a mandate it's like suggests, I mean, but part of the problem I think has just been number one, I think it's tough like a health organization like the CDC to come out and try to figure out what they need to figure out about this virus and communicate it to the public. Cause if you say anything wrong, people are like, well, what do we believe? Yeah. And I, I think you see that a little bit of like, Oh, well the CDC at the first said that you shouldn't be wearing masks. And it's like, well, They were, they're figuring things out here. They're saying now, yeah, definitely wear a mask. It's respiratory. Um, So it's, uh, it's difficult. And then obviously we have um, different leaders uh, that are, you know, iffy about the legitimacy of how serious COVID is. And, you know, uh, like you said, I mean, with, with us being a free country, getting people to do what they don't want to do any, any reason they can, they can use to not have to do that thing. I mean, I, I remember seeing on Instagram, some like old moms <laughs> that I was following. Cause they were like my friend's moms back in high school, um, like posting stuff about how like they're, tr- they're trying to condition us by having us wear masks and, uh, My favorite conspiracy <laughs> theory yeah. and so it's uh, if if we if we're not following that stuff, I it, it makes me even less optimistic about. I mean, I saw a picture, the Georgia football game. Did you see this? I don't think so. The Georgia football game. There, a student. All the like at these football games, they've had people come in, but they've had them spread out. I'm pretty sure at the Georgia football game, the students were like. Fuck this! And they all went to a student section, and were like, a ton of people were in the same spot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I didn't see that, but I don't understand like
1: letting the fans in the games if they're gonna like it. It it doesn't make any sense to me that we've canceled everything, but for some reason in some sporting events we're like, yeah, you can have six thousand people. I, it's like they have to be spread out, but then they're not really as spread out in the way that I would have guessed. Like, to me, if it's going to be spread out, you think, like, one person every, like, four or five seats. That's not how it works. It's just like, yeah, this section, there's, like, a thousand people. This section, there's a thousand. Uh, how is... Then, wh- if, if you're going to do that, then why aren't there concerts and stuff? Like, to me, it's like it's the same basic thing.
0: Yeah, I think it... I think I'm more comfortable with the idea of it being an outdoor thing. But, I mean, like, even baseball. Does baseball have any people no, in the stadium? zero. Which is... Bizarre to me if the, if the NFL has people in the stadium. Um, I, I mean, I could see it for like indoor stadiums maybe being a little more like, eh, I'm not sure about it. But for outdoor stadiums, it seems like if one sport's going to do it, m- maybe, I don't know. It, it's just, I don't know how you win in every situation with this stuff. It's like, I, I feel like we can't make our mind up about how serious we want to take this.
1: Well, yeah. well, let me ask you this. When it is okay for you to travel, what's, like, one place that you really want to go to? Um, that, like, you wouldn't feel comfortable traveling to now, but then you might. Right.
0: So, so probably some place that I'd have to fly. Yeah. Um. I mean, New Zealand's always been on my list, but there are a bunch of places that are not allowing Americans in there. <laughs> in the country yeah. so i don't know if new zealand's on that list but well probably maybe right now but i i, I guess that this is in in this imagine yeah. like everyone's fine with it yeah yeah so i mean new zealand would definitely be top of my list i think what about you
1: i want to i've really been wanting to do another california trip like mm. but southern california like more like san diego or just like I, like i've been i did a road trip where i went from like los angeles area no and then i went up north all the way up to San Francisco. So, like, I've seen, like, a lot of places down that coastline, but now I want to go the other way and, like, go further south and see that part of California because I, I haven't seen it yet. And I love California. Like, I just – I would love to go back there and just check it out.
0: Part of me is just, like, when when all of this stuff is I, – I mean, I don't know what a new normal will be, but when it goes to this new normal, um, it would be nice to just, like – get away from where I've been during the time during this time. So like even picturing like going to New Zealand, I feel like that'd be a perfect place to just really enjoy the world and enjoy nature and get out of what I know and and maybe have like a reset of my equilibrium or something. Yeah,
1: no doubt. Yeah, definitely. New Zealand was one of those places when I was a kid, I always really wanted to go to. Might have been because of Rocket Power or something. Like, it probably wasn't. There. I think there's like an episode where they go to New Zealand.
0: Yeah, for like a tournament or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to go there because of Lord of the Rings, but. Oh, perfect. You mean that snooze fest of a movie? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I mean, you. I, I know a lot of people that aren't into that, like, fantasy. Uh, I
1: love Harry Potter.
0: Yeah. Well,. Does that count? I, I But they're different. Like, Harry Potter doesn't necessarily – isn't, like, old-timey. Like I love Shrek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shrek, <laughs> Lord of the Rings is about the same. I love uh, Shrek, dude. I, I saw a comedian one time. We talked – oh, it was uh, Pete Holmes talked about – he's like, I. I anytime – he was talking about Game of Thrones. Have you watched Game of Thrones? No, you haven't. No. I know you have. <laughs> but he's like, I can't get into it. Anytime somebody starts talking about realms – in this realm, I, I'm done. I can't I can't watch anything with realms. And he's like, and why do all of these movies, when it's like, what's going on? They're, I don't know. They're coming to get us. Uh, I wonder if the mic could even pick that up. There's a really loud siren. Sorry, it's distracting me.
1: It is really loud. They're coming to get us.
0: Um. Anyways, he was talking about, he's like, what? Why any time that it's like the old times, do they all have British accents? Like if if Lord of the Rings takes place in Middle Earth, which is a, like a different universe, why don't they have a brand new accent? Why does everybody have a British accent? <laughs> <laughs> that was a. He's that way. pissed about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a comedian, so he's probably not I mean, actually he's, pissed he's, about.
1: I him. bet he's really pissed. Keeps you don't even know mind. comedians, dude. I don't know. comedians. Ever since
0: you gave up comedy, you just there don't know it. comedian. There it is. I gave up comedy. <laughs> there needs to
1: be like a future YouTube video. I gave up comedy, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but take it really seriously. Yeah, I
1: should. I open it with. I'm crying.
0: Actually, I I think people would believe you if they watched that. Uh, um, what's that Cleveland video that you did That everybody thinks that you, <laughs> you didn't take yeah. the joke or something
1: Wow yeah you're right <laughs> That video is single handedly why I <laughs> gave a comedy why. Wow yeah that's a good one um, <laughs> We should probably actually talk about Relationship stuff we haven't yeah. gotten to that part of it yet
0: We uh, we definitely were inspired by Our relation. we we like to talk about Relationship stuff on the podcast So last week was a nice little reintroduction Into it and I figured we'd we both figure we talk about it again this week.
1: Yeah. Well, since this this specifically like doing it in phases was your idea, where do you want to start with it?
0: Yeah. Well, just uh, I, I've just been thinking a lot lately because we talked about the coma thing, and like how long would you wait for somebody if they went into coma? So it also got me thinking about like timelines of stuff. So when in a relationship or starting a relationship or even thinking about the prospect of a relationship, do you have certain timelines of phases of relationship? So you could, you know, thinking about like the dating to becoming official, official to moving in, uh, moving into uh, engagement, like, or like wh- what, what are your phases and wh- what are the timelines for those?
1: Well, it's the one part that does make this a little bit difficult is because I'm just thinking like, depending on how old I am when I entered the relationship, I feel like has a huge has a huge role in this. Interesting. Okay. So I feel like I'm trying to think of, like, what would happens now. Because, like, the most recent relationship I've been in was, like, two years ago-ish, a little more than two years ago. But that was the most recent one. And I'm just thinking, like, we met, and then about a month later, pretty much a month to the day, we were officially, like, boyfriend-girlfriend. And, like, that feels actually about, like, all in every... In all of my, like, boyfriend-girlfriend relationships, uh, there, like, certain parts of it, like, went fast. Like, I feel like three out of... I've been in, like, four real relationships that I count. And, like, three of them, it was, like, an official thing after, like, a month. And then one of them was, like, a little bit different, but it was only, like, two months after we, like, kind of started, like, dating, I guess. So I feel like a month to two months of dating, I usually like making it an official where it's like, yeah, we're boyfriend, girlfriend seems about right. Just basing it off of what I know. And just thinking about like right now, if I were to meet someone and go through that whole process, that sounds about right.
0: And, well, and when you talk about dating, are, are, do you typically exclusively date or will you like, Are how do you feel about in that period of just the dating? You also are dating other people. How, how do you typically handle that?
1: I don't really have a, I, I don't, like, think I could really do much in terms of, like, dating, like, multiple people at once in an instance like that. Because usually, if I find one person where I'm like, okay, th- I, I like this, then usually I just kind of, like, see that through. I don't, like, mess around with, like, seeing other people at the same time. If I can get to that... That's if I really find someone where I feel like, okay, this person, this person's different. I, like, I really like spending time with her. Yeah. So that that's usually... And then I usually kind of just... I try to like get in and and dedicate my time to then see how that month goes and then if it feels good i go and it maybe becomes an official thing i also like i don't and i guess this is another part of this i want to ask you what what time is it appropriate to like where you feel like you got to bring them and maybe like include them into your life and like and other people like start to know you know i'm kind of like seeing this person is that something that you say like immediately and then What about actually bringing them to something?
0: Well, I think, uh, I mean, it could depend, Um, you know, like I I think typically my philosophy is like if if, if I'm dating them, uh, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you where I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm actually trying to see if this has has the legs if this has the potential for something so i'll probably like i would bring that up to you and and talk to you about it which i think is what happened this time around Mm -hmm. Uh, as soon as it started becoming a dating thing i talked to you about it um with my current girlfriend um but uh but i don't think that uh you, you necessarily need to I, I feel like once you bring them into your life and your friend, like thinking about even my significant other bringing me into their life, I I wouldn't hold it against them if if they waited till we were official, like it, cause, uh well I could see I could see multiple arguments for this because I could see like maybe you want to see there it there's kind of different dynamics like because you have the dynamic of like. Well, this is how you and I are together, but let's—I want to see what you're like with other people, Mm. you know? Um, Because I've had I've had past relationships where um, I really like the person when it's just me and them, um, but that person that they are with just me isn't the person they are in public. Yeah. And so I get to see them in public, and I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I don't really like you. I don't like the way that you are. That like you try not to be close minded about it, but it's just like, I mean, that's important to me. It's like seeing how you are with me, how you are to yourself, and then how you are with others. And, uh, you know, I don't necessarily, I'm an extroverted person. I don't necessarily need an extroverted person, but it is nice to have somebody who can handle themselves in a social situation. And so maybe my philosophy should be different of like, um, don't be shy, at least. I, not that I am shy about it, but don't be shy to bring them into your life, even while you're dating, like, to meet your friends and stuff, because I would like to see them in a in a social context. Um, I, but what about you? Do you think that you need to wait for that? Do you think it's...
1: Um, I want to say, like, in all instances of bringing them into a social context. Pretty much, as, as soon as it's, like, close to being official, like, boyfriend-girlfriend. It tends to be, like, the first time that I'll, like, introduce them to my friends. I feel okay. like that's, like... Even if... I think it's been, like, even before it officially happened. I mean, I think I try to, like, have those, like, line up where I'm just, like, kind of <laughs> feeling out the situation. I don't need, like, everyone's approval to, like, make it official. Like, oh, what do you think? Should I make it official? Or what do you think? Like, I, I don't do that, but I probably wait till, like, about that time, and then then I bring her around, and I'm like, hey so yeah we're we're a thing like, yeah that's that's usually what I do,
0: yeah, well, and I even think about conversations that we had before I moved here about like being included in each other's lives when if we get significant others and and I think that you know, even thinking about like if you have a girlfriend, like I want to get to know her and uh you know see see you guys together and be around you guys and, and hang out. So I like even I, I wouldn't even be uncomfortable with it being that early on. Like you're not necessarily official, but you've told me hey, I kind of like this girl. You know, I'm, I'm interested. So I um, yeah, I, I don't think that there there's anything that's too crazy. I mean, maybe if you're talking about like events like going to a wedding or something, and bringing them as your date to a wedding, maybe that's something a little more serious.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: But if you're just like, hey, we're just hanging out, we're going for a walk with with friends, or we're going to play beach volleyball, which we do a ton. We do a ton <laughs> yeah, of like, a ton of beach volleyball here. <laughs>
1: what, what what about timeline into put it, including them into like social media or content? Well, uh. Sh- Cause I think that's a really, that's like a tougher one to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like what they would even do with my content. Um, I, I'm really not bothered by it too much. Like I, I would want us to be official because I would want to know that they're committed to me as well. And if they're just dating me to test the waters, um, there is a certain thing about like whenever you create something that. Like if I create a video, there's there's a more permanent aspect mm. to that. Um, like even talking about my girlfriend on the podcast, there's an there's an aspect of it. Like I didn't talk about it while we were dating, and now I've I've made that quote unquote announcement. Mm. Um, so I'm not really like. Once it becomes official, I feel like there's a commitment. And like I talked about last week, I'm kind of in the mindset of like. The only reason I would commit is if I thought this had had the legs for a future. And until you prove me wrong, that's, that's kind of the way that I feel about it. Um, so I'm not, I'm not too shy about like including them on certain things. If it made sense, if they wanted to be on it, um, social media, I don't really post a lot of personal stuff as it is. Um, like even when I was back home with my family, I didn't post anything about them. That's true. So no
1: tax returns or anything. I haven't seen anything about that. No taxes. I've uh, no. I don't even have any idea if you even filed them. Uh,
0: <laughs> very interesting to hone in on the taxes. But uh, all right, try to call me out. Okay, I see how it is. Is this a presidential debate? What the hell? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I, it's not like I wouldn't be like hiding them from my social media platforms if I didn't post about them. Um, like I, I, I don't think I've made a post on social media, uh, uh, currently. Um, yeah, it's not like,
1: uh, like in Facebook, it's like Facebook official, right? There, there's no like Instagram equivalent,
0: right? Exactly, and I've, I've always kind of, uh, well, since we started back up with this stuff, I've thought of Instagram and and Twitter and stuff as a tool, not necessarily as a personal platform every once in a while I'll do something like people know who my dog is. Um, but I, I, it doesn't get too, too much more complicated than that. So I, I know that you are a lot more, you've gotten a lot more thought to this whole process. So what are your thoughts?
1: <laughs> All right, what, what are you talking about? get a lot more thought. Yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like I'm just a little more lenient when it comes to that. I, I think it's so- it seems like you're a little more, um, calculated when it comes to the idea of bringing them on your channel. Like yeah, honestly, so. if like right now, if my girlfriend wanted to be like do a duet or something, I wouldn't have a problem with that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, like, I haven't had a girlfriend since I had like like I had a girlfriend when we started the podcast, technically, but like that was like for just the first few episodes. That that was it. I, I don't know, like. There's always the chances I've talked about before, like, they could just be someone I've already done content with, and, like, I didn't think about it at the time, and it's like, oh, yeah, now I'm dated. Like, th- that kind of stuff can happen, but, like, yeah, I don't know that there'd be a certain time that I put it on there, but I think I would wait a little bit before I would actually want to do content with them. Like, I think I, 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 I don't know how long, I don't know if it's, like, a few weeks, a few months, a few years, I don't, I don't, I don't really know, but... I do like keeping it a little bit... Se- it's also because it's like... I like having some things in my life feel a little bit... Like, a way of... Like, separate from one another. Like, I kind of like having... Oh, there's this part of my life... Where I don't have to think about this part of my life. And there's always a chance... Especially since I now I like doing vlogging... There's always a chance that like a lot of these things are going to start to just sort of become the same thing. But I think as long as I can keep certain parts separate, I kind of like to. In the same way that, as I've said... I I can say that I'm a private person, and in some ways I am, but realistically, I'm not that private because there's so much content where you can learn a lot of things about me if you just sit through all the live streams and podcast episodes and vlogs and all this stuff. So I'm really not shy to put my opinions and thoughts out there, but I like to keep certain parts, like, close to me, and that would be one of the ones I think I'd be a little reluctant to just, like, put out there immediately.
0: So let me give you a scenario. So let's say... you know uh this is a situation where we're having a group hang out like like we might um or doing like a board game night or something and and this happens to be a situation where you're dating someone um and and just like you talked about if you thought that maybe it was something maybe a little more serious you might bring them into your life and introduce them you know, sometimes we vlog those board game nights, or we vlog doing doing mm-hmm. stuff. So um, if they ended up in the vlog uh, that night, and you, you guys weren't official yet, would you edit that part out of the vlog, or would you...
1: No, I don't think I would. I don't think I'd edit it out. I think I just, like, probably wouldn't make any, like, outright announcement if someone asked gotcha. me, like, outright.
0: Is that I your girlfriend? I probably just
1: be like, yeah, I probably wouldn't be. You wouldn't acknowledge like, it? Pro- probably not. I mean, ma- I mean... If it had been going on for, like, there would be a point where I'd be like, yeah, 100% I would tell people. But, like, I can't say that 100% for sure, like, day one or day two, I would say. Maybe I would. I haven't, like, I, I don't know. I don't know, like, I don't know how I feel in that exact moment, but I guess we'll have to see.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's say now you're in a, uh, a committed relationship. You've been with them for a while. You... Uh, as far as you know, everything's going really well. They feel the same way. You're committed to each other. How long do you wait before you have the conversation or even you can do the conversation, but then also the possibility of moving in together. Do you have a timeline for that phase?
1: So the engagement conversation and the moving in conversation, how long?
0: Yeah. Well, I was just talking about the moving. Now, would you get engaged? Do you plan on engaging before moving in or? I mean, we'll in only, before. If it,
1: only if it actually happened in that order Like it doesn't really matter Like, That's not an important order to me Oh okay
0: um, Really it's not important for you to live together first Before you get engaged
1: Uh, I guess it I guess it probably would be Yeah you're probably right Yeah I probably would want to Just to like know for sure But I think my general rule is every person in my life who has stuck around for like two years i feel like i learn like two years i can learn a lot about somebody Mm -hmm. like that that's that seems to be like the magic number because like a lot of times i'm friends with someone for like it's six months or one year year and a half and then like they could they can kind of come and go but if it's two years that's when i really see like the good the bad and the ugly of that person so i feel like two years has sort of been my rule like but if I met someone and the first year was great, I could see myself moving in with them, staying with them for like a, that year, and then getting engaged, like at that point.
0: So you, so like two years could be your engagement. I could see that. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean that's probably like they're on the early end, but I could see it being as early as that.
0: And then, what about getting married? Um.
1: I really hate when people have like, those like long engagements. Like I, I just, I don't underst- Like I'm so impatient. I know that it would drive me nuts if I did that and they're like, yep, got to wait another year, and nine months. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Two months is fine. <laughs> no, I, probably it would be longer than two months. But I think when I hit that point, because like I, I also feel like I'm at the point where like if I met the right person and, and things were, like were going well, like I, I don't have anything else to prove. Like if, I, if it really felt like the right person, I don't see why I wouldn't just like do that.
0: Yeah. I, for me, well, just to assert my, I I definitely think it's important to live with someone before getting engaged. Cause I do think just in my experience, (laughs) you can uh, end up living with someone and, and uh, maybe some of the things, cause when you don't live with them, like, and you just meet up places or you're not in their, proximity, like living with their life, uh, I think you can present yourself in a certain way, but when you live with someone, there's no hiding anymore. You know what I mean? Like they get you, they get all of you all the time, the good parts, the bad parts. Um, and so I, I, I think it's very important. I also think that for me, my thought process is as much as I, go into a relationship if I'm going into a relationship I'm thinking this has the legs that's why I'm giving this a chance like I, I believe in this and until I'm proven wrong this is what I believe um, I um, I still want to wait before I make a like engagement commitment until we're out of that euphoria stage. So average euphoria lasts around two years. It can last up to three years. So for me, and I've never made a relationship past three years for me, I think I would kind of want to make it past that so that I know that regardless of the euphoria, this is my partner. You know what I mean? Like I can really trust this person to stay, to stand beside me. Even when it's not like, oh, you're you're completely enamored with me. You have rose-colored glasses about me, that kind of stuff. And I feel the same way about you. Like, even when you absolutely piss me off, there's still nobody I'd rather have by my side. So I, I think I would need to experience that. Like, obviously, I love the euphoric stage. There's nothing like it. It feels awesome. Um, but in terms of making that... True long term commitment. I need to get out of that stage to know uh, that I have that person to trust. You know, I, I it, it's somewhat of a test, I guess. It's like I want to see if you really, if you truly have my back when it's not chemically induced.
1: <laughs> that that's literally why I get so frustrated. People they get engaged after like a few months. It's yeah. like what? Are you, like how? Like no offense to anyone who's ever done it. It, it could work out. But how can you really think that you learn enough about someone in a few months? Like, how, how do you not have the self-awareness to realize that that is just the euphoria of initially being with someone? Like, it is – it's like it, it, it blows my mind. People do it all the time. I don't care how old you are. If you're 70 and you meet the person, you shouldn't, you shouldn't wait, like, two months before you get married. Like – there's just there's so much that you learn about someone over time. I mean, I I said two years. Maybe you're right. Maybe I should make it three years to give myself a little bit more of a cushion. But realistically, I don't understand those relationships that people just like go right into and just assume. Oh yeah, we would just love it. Like this whole idea of love at first sight. I don't believe it. I don't, I just I don't think it's true. I think you can meet someone and just immediately like hit it off, and in hindsight, you can look back and be like, okay, that that was a great relationship. Like it worked out really well, but. I just think that, like, that that overwhelming feeling of initially meeting someone, it might be unbelievable, but I do think it's kind of hard to tell that quickly if it's, if it's for real. It, it, it could work out. I'm not saying it won't, but I think people take
0: it too far. Well, that's, I, I think this is a really good point, is uh, you, 100%, you can absolutely get lucky. Like, people who just get married after six months, I'm sure you could find a couple out there who is still married after making that quick of a decision. But I would rather not be entirely relying on luck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want it to just be like, oh, we got lucky, <laughs> you know. No. It ended up working out that after the euphoria was gone that we still liked each other. Um, I actually want to, I, I think because I'm a little more of an evidence-based person, I want, I want to see how you treat me when... Um, it's not all roses and dandelions and, and butterflies. You know, I want to see, um, what it's like for you to be around me. Cause I think I'm a difficult person. Like I probably a difficult person to be around. So what, how are you going to be with me? Um, when you're not, uh, clouded by that haze. Um, and I think a lot of people, get swept up in the excitement of it, which I do too. But I think my logical side is loud enough to be like, sure, get swept up in it emotionally, but don't make any of these huge decisions like, oh yeah, after the first three months, you guys are incredible. Let's get married. Now I will say that as much as I am speaking of, of this stuff, I, I I try to be open-minded and just like kind of, like if if two and a half years in, you know, I because I talked about that three year mark could be the top thing. I, I think, and I think I would want to wait past three years before getting engaged type thing. Um, if two and a half years in, I'm thinking, yeah, even this far in, I without a doubt want to marry this girl. I don't think I'd be like, well, I got to wait another six months before I pull the yeah, trigger. Yeah. You know, it's I'm,
1: definitely a case by case and that kind e- of stuff. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> But I do think just generally when I'm sitting here talking to you about uh, like a logical timeline for things, I, I, I do think that it's okay to be patient. Because I, I also think it's like when, when we talk about the commitment, is getting married really going to change anything? If I'm committed to you 100%, like getting married to you is just kind of like signing the paperwork for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I'm not going to be, oh, once we get married, now I'm definitely not going to cheat on you. You know, it's not, not going to be like that. Uh, you know, there, it was close before. Yeah. I thought about it before. But now that we're married, you're good to go. You know, so I, I, it's not, I'm not like in a rush for that to happen. But at the same time, if I get married to someone, I definitely want to, I never want that to be done. So I don't want to get divorced. You know, if I want to build a family with somebody and stuff, I don't want to have done that with the wrong person. So I'm not in a rush for it. And I say that in both ways of, like, my commitment doesn't change just because we get married. And also, uh, I, I think it's important to get that decision right, you know?
1: I'm going to assume that you weren't even thinking about going in this direction with this topic. But how do you know when it's, when it's time to have kids?
0: Ah. Uh, <laughs> or if understand?
1: it's ever time to have
0: kids. See, I feel like that's less about, I mean, I would want to wait until I'm married to have kids, first of all not not for a religious reason, but just, like, again, like, I know for sure that we have committed to each other yeah, that to that sense. And, like, my wife and I are having kids now. But um, I think it's more about me. Like, do I feel like I'm in a good enough place to be a dad? Yeah. Because I think there are way too many people out there that are having kids that should not have had kids or should not be having kids. And, oh, I mean, yeah. some of it's accidental, but it's just, like, it's crazy to think that my parents at my, at our age already had all of their kids, I, I four I, kids. I, I think about that, and they that, were married crazy. for eight years already.
1: Yeah, my parents already had me at at this point. I was already like, they're about to have my brother, actually. Um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of a weird. It's a weird thought. I mean, it's a different world now. Um, People always say that, but like, what does that really like? It is definitely a different world, but like, does that actually matter in, in the terms of like having kids or not having kids? Yeah,
0: it matters big time because you mature differently now. Like, uh, they've done research on this. Is when you grow up, the 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 way that you mature is much different because you're growing up in a world that's way more vast. You have so much more stimulation mm-hmm. than what your parents and your grandparents have. So when when parents say to you, "Oh, by the time I was 24, I did this, this, and that," it's yeah. like it's not the same. It, it, it's completely different like our maturation process is much more delayed because we have more stimulation to process through so uh like you can actually even see this now this isn't the only variable that equates to um uh, when the average marriage age but marriage age has increased from like low 20s to 27 with our generation now that's partially because of divorce rates that's partially uh because of uh some other thing that i i can't um i can't really remember but it also is because our maturation takes longer like Mm -hmm. we're we're waiting a longer time to to do that's crazy i wouldn't
1: guess that because we're so mature i just i assume that like (laughs) are you (laughs) mature enough to be a dad though have you seen me? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm as mature as they come. <laughs> Just watch my my life in Chicago vlogs. You can really get an idea of the maturity level of this man.
0: Now, I will say that I think no matter what age you are or maturation you are, you probably have a very rapid maturation once you realize you're having a kid. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a thing. Like, there's been plenty of people that I think there's no way that person is mature. Like. I mean, look at your parents were so young when they had you, like they definitely weren't ready to have a kid yet. in terms of like, they had all their own lives figured out or the economics figured out, like none of that was figured out at that point. But I do think that you're right when it happens, like anything in life, you, if you have a, an intense life event, you, you just like, you adapt to the moment and you do mature through it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So I, you know, I, but I, but I, back to your original question, I think that I would wait till after I was married, maybe like, uh, ideally maybe a year into marriage. You have that year to just ourselves being married and then, yeah. and then, all right, let's start popping some kiddos out.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, a weird thought. The so, weird part about this is like, this is not in the, in as distant in the future as it once was. When I used to talk about this when I yeah. was like 14, I was like, yeah, at some point I'll be married and I'll have kids and stuff. But now that I'm like almost 29, it's like, all right, <laughs> well, happen soon. I think,
0: I think you've said this before, but just for confirmation, I, I think both of us at 14 would have thought we already were married and had yeah. kids by our age now. Yeah, I
1: always said I would get married at 28. That was always, but like, what did I know, honestly? I just kind of picked a random age. I was like, I want to be a little <laughs> older than my parents who were 24 when they got married.
0: It'd be hilarious if you're like, shit, 14-year-old me said I had to get married at 28. I just got to find oh, someone so quick.
1: I, I just like, <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of feelers out there and I'm like, hey, anyone trying to do this real quick? <laughs> Let's go to Vegas. I'd probably have my parents pick someone out if that was the case. I'd be like, all right, who do you think I should marry? Just, <laughs> do you think
0: they'd give you someone good? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think they would give me the person that they would want me to be with, who wouldn't actually be the person I probably should be with. Yeah. That's what I think would happen.
0: You're probably right. <laughs> well, did you did you answer this? Well, what about you for kids? Would it be a year into marriage?
1: I I mean, I, to be fair, this question is kind of garbage. Like, I guess... I, I've all like my only thought has, has been I really don't want to have kids until like I don't have to think too much about the finances. Like, I'm always going to think about them, but I don't want to have to feel like I'm overwhelmed and how I'm going to figure this out. Like, mm-hmm. I want to get to the point where it's like I've enough saved up and I'm making enough where I'm just like, I know I can give them. Like, I can offer a lot. Yeah. That's kind of been my goal in it. Makes sense. Do you want to do a gray area? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, so, with the gray area segment, um, do you want to give a little just like idea of what the segment's about?
0: Yeah. So, the gray area is uh, just a, a conversation about um, certain things uh, that are in the news, sort of trending topics uh, that aren't really black and white. There's there's details out there that we think uh, deserve some examination. Uh, and, and we like to do this just because it's it's very relevant and uh, we pride ourselves on being people who are willing to uh, look a little deeper into things. So this week, uh, I don't know if you wanted to give the preface for.
1: Yeah. So for this week, we were trying to decide, like, what's kind of going on in the world. And a lot of talk is over the Trump the fact that Trump just tested tested positive for covid. And so did the first lady. And just like this has really taken a lot of us by shock in the sense of like this is the country's leader who is now like hospitalized. But I think it's also just like a definitely like take a step back moment and just kind of put this in perspective. on like, what does this mean exactly? Because, you know, there's been people out there who have actually acted like COVID is like a conspiracy, like genuinely said it, it didn't exist. And I mean, at this point, if you still feel that way, when the president is saying this and the first lady, like I can't imagine there's too many people who now think it's a complete hoax, um I mean, who knows? some people probably still find a way to say like, wow, this is all conspiracy so that Trump can get out of the debates or so like, who knows like anyone could say that type of stuff. but truth of the matter is this is a big deal and I'm hoping that people have like woken up a little bit and I think that some people probably have. Um, but it's also like very it's like a polarizing time too because people who did not like Trump to begin with are like v- handling this in a very like, Uh, A lot of people are handing this that are like saying like, oh, like they're happy. And it's it's a very like it's a strange, like ethical issue that's going on. I feel like with a lot of people as well who are maybe not the biggest fan of him uh, in the office to begin with and who are sort of like, hey, you know, you said that um, people like you weren't taking the math. You weren't taking the virus serious enough. So, uh, yeah, it's just there's a lot to unpack on this whole topic. But how do you feel when you first learned the news about this?
0: uh just how fucking crazy 2020 is (laughs) like this year is nuts um i also i watched the debate so uh part of me felt like uh you know I, i i'm not a person to like wish death upon anybody um by any means but part of me felt like i felt like this with a lot of people that have not 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 just not taking COVID seriously, but sort of mocked it and mocked that other people are taking it seriously. I feel like you kind of get what you deserve. Um, you know, he made fun of Biden in the debate for not wearing a mask, um, and so I, what I hope comes from this is what you talked about: how people that follow him will uh, maybe take it more seriously. I, I am nervous to see. What comes from this afterwards, you know, if if he does have a healthy recovery, I really hope that he comes out of it and uh, is like, okay, guys, you know, uh, this is a very serious thing. Um, I hope he doesn't try to downplay it because one thing that he's talked about it is uh, his there's been. There's been some disputing on this, but he's talked about not wanting to cause panic, and that's why he's been downplaying the the virus. Um, but I hope that goes away, and I hope that the people that follow him um, will stop calling this a hoax, and uh, will will realize that you know this this is a very serious situation. Like I hope it doesn't take his death for people to open up with that, open their eyes with that. Cause I remember talking to some people and they would be like, Oh, well you already know they have a vaccine. They're just keeping it from us. And I'm just like, uh, what would be the motivation yeah, behind that's that?
1: That's my big thing with conspiracy theorists.
0: Yeah. And it's like, well, if the president dies from this, where was that vaccine that you were referring to? You don't think the most powerful man in the country would have access to that vaccine. Um, and so I, I really hope it doesn't have to come to that, uh, per se, but, uh, I, I just think that I, I really hope that he, his response from this is to take it more seriously and to have that accountability, uh, because it is, it, it has been a very scary time for a lot of people. And, uh, and it's, it's just, my reaction was, this is nuts. Like, you know, uh, he, he didn't take it serious enough and this is, it's crazy that this has even happened,
1: you know. Yeah, it definitely very taken aback when uh,
0: taken aback. Oh no!
1: <laughs> I almost didn't no. do it, but I couldn't stop myself. I totally should not have said that. That was my bad. Yeah, I I was I was quite shocked <laughs> when I learned the news of what uh, I'm gonna write a song called
0: "Quite Shocked." <laughs>
1: You just write songs about everything I say regularly, <laughs> so I just can't say anything. I have to change, like, my everything that I say and just drive me absolutely nuts. Um,
0: Jeez. Oh, but you were shocked
1: by it? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was shocked and not shocked. Like, I, I'm not shocked because he's around people all the time. He wasn't the biggest mask wearer, I think, that we see that. So, like, you know... He's probably in a lot more situations where he could have gotten it than the average person. So that's I'm not shocked, I guess, in that regard. But just shocked. It's, like, it's a big deal. Like, back in the day when you heard anyone who had it, it was, like, ooh. Like, now literally the most world's most famous person has it. So, like, that's crazy to me. So, yeah, it definitely freaked me out a lot. And then just seeing, like, everyone's reaction to it. Like, I what i hope happens through this like i i hope that he does make it through this like i i, I definitely had to battle that cuz like i a lot of things he says not the biggest fan of uh to put it lightly but you know at the same time like i just what i hope happens is that i hope and i don't know that it will happen uh, but i hope that he he can get through this and he he tells the people like look take this serious because i actually think that it would be powerful for him to do that. Like if he got through this and he was like, look, I was wrong. And like, what yeah. I, can I imagine him saying that? No, no. But if he did do it, like, I think that would be more powerful than anything else. If you said I was wrong, look, all the people who are not taking this serious, take it serious. And to do it in a way that doesn't cause mass panic, but instead just says, or in, it, it instead just says, pay attention to this, do the proper protocol And we will get through this because I I think that I mean, Trump, he has he has the position to do a lot of good. He's the president. He doesn't do nearly enough with it. But this is a chance to to do something here. And I hope it happens. I'm not overly optimistic, but I guess time will tell.
0: I guess what I'm nervous about is that if he if he does survive this, his reaction will be like, see, it's not that big of a deal. You can survive this. It's uh, it it was blown out of proportion. I made it through and I'm, you know, I'm older and it's just, yeah, that, that was definitely my, my, that'd be favorite. a nightmare scenario. Just like, yes. uh, oh my God, that would, that would fuel the fire to all these people who already don't want to, to follow this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I just, it's, it's a scary situation in a lot of ways. I also think it's just like, like what happens to the country, you know? Like what's what's going on if if he doesn't make it? Um, Mike Pence takes over. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that idea. Of no, Pence
1: making the <laughs> making not the calls. At all. And <laughs> here's what I'll
0: also say because uh, when you're talking about people's response to this certain situation, um, and I say that I'm not a person that uh, is going to wish for anybody to die um, per se. I'm also not taking a moral high ground where I'm saying people who have been like, "Good, I hope he died." Like. I understand where that fire comes from and I'm not trying to, uh, say like, Oh, everybody shut up with that stuff. Like I'm, I'm not even trying to take that. I'm, I'm just saying that my, my personal take is like, I I, you know, I don't, I don't like the guy. I don't like, um, what he's done and what he stood for. And I also have a hard time for people who stand for that guy as well. But, um, but I, I, uh, I just personally am not gonna gonna like wish death on him, um, but I also am not trying to say that I think that I'm better than the people that that do. Like I, I completely mm-hmm. understand where they're coming from. I I took an Uber with a guy who, um, he to- told me his father died of COVID, and uh, he was very happy that that Trump got it because he felt like uh, Trump did not handle this well, and he he said he does feel. That Trump's somewhat responsible for not handling. He's he's like not necessarily my dad dying. Like maybe my dad would have died regardless, but just he felt like Trump did not respond to this fast enough. He denied its uh, seriousness. Um, even the protocols, uh, even though we did issue some protocols like wearing masks and stuff. He also feels like just uh, the attitude of the president uh, uh, let people. Um, feel more comfortable with being like, "Oh, I'm not doing this. You're not going to condition me." You know, it just yeah,
1: that was the worst. Like that right there, just like that attitude. That sort of came as a result of just some of the things that he did. I think that was one of the worst parts of this whole pandemic, honestly.
0: Yeah. So uh, you know, I, and, and I don't want to get into the, uh, and we can go into the, the politics of it all and and um, talk about this. But I, I think the biggest thing was just. Uh, when we wanted this discussion is just uh, what what are our thoughts surrounding uh, specifically this COVID diagnosis and and h- how do we respond in these certain situations? I mean well, what we talked about how we don't really know what to believe in terms of his health. How do you think they should, if he is doing really bit poorly, do you think that they should be honest about that? So we know, do you think that they're doing the right thing by hiding it? What I, I think you talked a little bit about this before we did the show. So I'm curious your thoughts. Now. Yeah,
1: I did talk about this. I think that we should, I think this is a situation where we, as we've talked about, should you always be honest and transparent about every single thing in life? My answer is no. I think that, most of the time i think transparency is a good thing and i think that a lot of times people are not transparent in the right moments that said this is a particular moment where there's a lot of a reason to be very guarded on what type of information that you release on this because you know it you want the you want people to feel like people right now they don't feel good about the united states like this is the worst people have felt about this country in probably my lifetime. I mean, I I can't think of a time where people, there was as much unrest and as much uncertainty. So I do think that they're probably trying to keep it on the down low a little bit. um, Because first off, I mean, it, it's sort of a mystery on exactly how this virus works. Like I don't, I have no idea. Like we're still learning about it on the day to day. So they probably don't want to jump to any type of conclusions anyways, because they just don't know how it's going to react. And even, Trump, during his little um, uh, like video that he released talking about it, he did say, like, he'll know more in the next few days in terms of, like, wh- how this is going. And, like, I can believe that. I can believe that maybe they don't even know technically how he's going to do with this for another few days to see, like, how it, it goes through his system. So I-, I think it's probably the right thing to keep it a little bit on the down low. Um, and I, I, under- I, I, I equate it back a little bit to the situation where it's like, Sometimes in life, you might be, like, the CEO of a company and the company is going downhill. But you can't let all your employees know that immediately. You got to sort of be the strong person to get people to hope that, like, maybe they can right the ship at some point. So I do think that there's a little bit of that. That's actually kind of what Trump has done. Since, I mean, Trump is, like, CEO of, like, companies. Like, that is, like, one of the things that he's done. I think he kind of has that mentality where he tries to make everyone feel like, you know, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. It's going to be tremendous. He does do that type of thing a lot. And it's to make people feel like they, I, I think he does it to the point of it's absurdity where it's like, I just don't buy it. But I think that's like what his mentality is. So I'm not surprised to see him do this. And I kind of think that they should be a little bit cautious on the, on the details right now.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's actually a good point. I, I he does it to a level where it's like, dude, everybody knows that it hasn't been tremendous. Quit saying yeah. how <laughs> you've done the best that anyone's ever done. Yeah. Um. What I, what I'm afraid of, though, to go back to earlier where I talked about like the nightmare scenario where he downplays it even more because he survives it is he feels like he has to because of the same reason where he says, you know, uh, like he doesn't want to admit that he was lying about how his health got was dangerous or something or how, how serious this impacted him. And so he just keeps saying that it wasn't bad at all. And that it's just, you know, just like, like a common cold or, you know, whatever. Like, it, I think I would respect a CEO more, uh, like in that situation, like, okay, you want to be dishonest with us so that we feel like we have something to fight for or hope for come out afterwards and hold yourself accountable and be like, okay, I, you know, uh I wasn't as transparent in the beginning. Things were going poorly. You guys stepped up. We handled this really well. I made some bad moves. Um, I, you know, I want us to keep going in the direction we're going. I hope that that's kind of the mentality he takes if this is something that uh, he's realizing is more serious than w- the way that he was playing it, where if he comes out of this, it's not more of like, oh, I'm fine. Everything was just fine. Uh, there was no worry at all. I was good the whole time. I was doing work and stuff. Um, but rather, he's like, like we talked about, like he comes out and is like, uh, it was pretty scary. You know, it was serious. So, um, I, you know, maybe I even like I'll reevaluate how we need to, <laughs> I don't see any of this happening, honestly. But, I know, I don't either. Uh, uh,
1: I, I, I'm I'm hoping that's what happens. I hope that he says like, you know, take this serious. But, We'll have to see. Uh, well, I guess we'll just have to see, because I I just don't know what's gonna happen with it.
0: How do you not know what's gonna happen?
1: Dude, I I can't see into the future, and I'm kind of glad, because if I could see into the future, that would be a uh, it would be cool in some in some senses. But and if you know what's gonna happen, I would it would get in my head for sure.
0: Oh boy, <sighs>
1: crazy times, Dude, Crazy times. But how how you feeling about uh? How do you feel about Halloween? We we like kind of hinted at this in the early part of the episode, but I figure let's uh we're in October here. You do anything special for Halloween or this this time of the year?
0: Um, well, I I feel like I'm kind of dumb when it comes to holidays. Like I like them, but I don't really make a big deal. It just feels like more days to me. Like I, I don't get I don't like decorate my stuff. Um, I will say, however, that uh, and you know this. Uh my girlfriend is a huge Halloween fan. She starts celebrating in September, which Steven hates. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan. Um so I've got a couple things planned uh f- for us to do, but um nothing nothing like typically like if I was single in this time, I wouldn't really be doing. It. I like Halloween. You know, like I've gone to costume parties before. Um it's not like I'm like against him. Like, oh, it's it's dumb. Why does anyone do this? It's just, I, maybe I'm just lazy. I don't know. I you you really like it, don't you? I love it. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely
1: love it a lot. I'm doing I've a bunch of like YouTube videos that are all all I, my goal is every video this month is going to have actually something to do with Halloween. And so far, I've got them like all mapped out, and w- including a video idea that I presented to you. Yeah. Um, recently, I don't know. Let's not talk about it yet. Okay. Um, but. He's going to stick
0: me in a vat of acid.
1: <laughs> well, Brandon and I are going to do um, something that like, we're going to go to a, a scary place and uh, do a video there. Wow.
0: Spoiler alert. Yeah.
1: Spoiler. That's like, that, that's what I'll say about it. Like we're going to do like, if you saw my Helltown video last year, um, think something along those lines. Um, but yeah, I know I, I love this time of the year and, like the month of October is just just great, great times.
0: It's tremendous.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't have anything else to really say about um, that. But oh, uh, yeah, we'll do a Halloween episode. Um, Ooh,
0: we love our Halloween episode. We do. Like th-
1: that's actually it's been my favorite episode every year. Like the one I get the most excited for. I mean, this is only be the third one. It's not do one we, we try one to one get Steph Telly back to?
0: Yeah, we gotta continue the conversation about ghosts.
1: Yeah, we gotta figure that out. We gotta figure out. <laughs> um we we'll get a guest for sure to, to talk through it because that's that's the fun part um but yeah i think we dropped it actually on halloween or the day before each of the last two years so it'll be at the end of this month mm-hmm. um anything else that you're not doing a monster mash cover right so that's, i'm not doing monster mash that's such no. a bummer.
0: i think i was gonna do that next year
1: yeah, I I really want Brandon to do a Halloween cover and I and Monster Mash would, would just, <laughs> I want you to dress up and
0: do Monster Mash? No, dude. Okay. No Monster Mash covers. I hate that. Sorry.
1: An- anything else? Uh, we're putting to Brandon to sleep here. Anything else that you wanted to cover? Uh, go to bed. We'll see you later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nothing else. I I, I um. I was glad that we could continue the relationship conversation a little bit because I, I do really like when we have those conversations on the show, and and uh, last week really inspired um, me to want to talk about it again this week. And so yeah, I'm glad that we had that talk. And then obviously this is crazy time. So in a in a week from today, um, who knows what'll be going on in the world if things have changed drastically. So we'll yeah. we'll check in with you guys then. Anything else you wanted to say?
1: No. No, I think I covered everything in this episode.
0: Dope. All right. Well, if you guys made it this far into... The episode thank you so much for sticking around if you have any thoughts comments or questions feel free to call us and leave us a voicemail 513-427-EMG5 again that's 513-427-EMG5 or you can email us emgpod at gmail.com don't forget to subscribe to the everything must go podcast youtube channel uh, and just search it through everything must go podcast podcast make sure you throw that podcast at the end of that um you can follow us on social media at emg pod that's for instagram and twitter you can follow steven at steven russell b i am at brandon j Flippin. thank you for sticking around and we'll see you next time take it easy everyone